Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey everyone, Caroline here. I just wanted to share a message with you before getting into today's episode. This episode was recorded prior to March 2020 and before the world suddenly changed. Before I moved to Los Angeles, I tried to record as many episodes as I could with New York-based guests. So there are a bunch of episodes we still haven't aired that were recorded a while ago. They are great and fun and they're hopefully distracting episodes and I hope you love them. As we move forward into this strange and scary future, community is more important than ever, especially digital community. It's kind of all we have right now. So please don't hesitate to reach out via email, caroline at gthanksjustboughtit.com, our Instagram account, which is gthanksjustboughtitpod, or by leaving a message at 424-245-0736. Let me know what you want to hear about in the coming weeks and months, and let us know how you're doing. Take care of yourselves and each other. Welcome to another episode of G Thanks Just Bought It. I'm your host, Caroline Moss. And before we get started, once again, I'm going to let you know that you should follow us on Instagram at G Thanks Just Bought It Pod. We talk about all of the products we mention on the shows, but we also talk a lot about stuff that we don't talk about on the show. So just follow us there. Um, we do giveaways and people make friends. And it's just like a nice place on the internet when there aren't that many nice places on the internet. And speaking of the internet, my guest today is Lisa Tazi, though I have never referred to her once as Lisa. We just call her Tazi. She's the managing editor for news and operations at The Markup. And I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be here. Um, We have a really exciting topic that we're talking about today because we both wanted to talk about this topic. We're talking about jeans. Jeans are so important. Jeans are so important, and yet they are impossible to buy. Um, I don't know who they make jeans for, but it seems to be no one because everyone's like, I can never find a good pair of jeans that works for me. And you said that you have a pair of jeans that you love. I do. And I've only recently found them. I, I am, I feel like I've spent decades, I'm, (laughs) I've spent decades of my life looking for the perfect pair of jeans and I have never been able to find them. Uh Uh-huh. And I think in my youth, I you know, went with like whatever was in fashion and it just never felt like it was right for me. Um, But I have recently started wearing Madewell high curvy jeans. Nice. um, And they are astonishingly lovely. They have a little stretch in them? They have stretch in them. They're soft. Mm. They have these things called magic pockets. I've heard of them. I know about the magic pockets. I don't know what they do, but they they do a lot for me. They suck you in a little bit, Mm -hmm. but it's not like shapewear. It doesn't feel like you're wearing shapewear. It feels very comfortable. It doesn't cut into like my stomach when I sit down. Right. Um, It moves with the body. does. Like I, there are jeans where you sit down and it's like, whoop, like everything just like hits your stomach and then you stand up and you have the lines right. and the marks. Madewell jeans, also my favorite. Um, kind of, I think the higher you go, the easier it is to avoid that because, like, I always say, like the the closer the jeans are to my bra, the happier I am. Like I yes. want it just like a panel. I I totally agree. I um 
I would be really happy if they just came up to my bra line. Yeah. They're I'd be little... happy to my forehead. Like, <laughs> I just want to like, like sleeping bag in my jeans. How did you figure out that these were the jeans that you liked? Um, When I saw um, the words <laughs> high-waisted, yes. I was like, ooh, let me try those. And um, and I hate trying on clothes um, in too. stores. Me too. Uh, so I ordered a couple different sizes online. And then the nice thing is that you can bring um, them back to the store. Right. The ones that you don't. You don't have to return them online. You don't you have can to just return, return them, them in yeah. person. And there's a Madewell sort of near my office. So cool. I tried on a couple pairs at home and then brought the the sizes back that I didn't want. And nice. then I picked up another pair of the sizes. Perfect. That's that a good I job. Good job. Wanted. Yeah, I feel that way. My problem with jeans, so the, I wear the Madewell High Rise Five Button Fly. Do you do the Five Button Fly or do you do the I regular? have the zipper. Okay. I do the Five Button Fly. I think 10 inch is my go to, but I can do a 9 inch. But 10 inches again, higher up. Um, And I don't do the cur- which weirdly, I, I am not, I'm like curvy in the sense that I'm like, a 12, 14, 16, like depending, but I'm not that curvy. I'm kind of straight up and down. So the curvy gives a lot of room for people who have like curves, whereas like there is a lot of like room in there. And my problem with jeans is that my legs are like, I have bigger calves, but my thighs are like proportional to my waist, but my calves are not. So there's no jean that has ever been like oh it fits (laughs) and we're done like I always have to do something like I'm either like wearing a belt or I'm like hiking up the jeans and like stopping in the middle of the street and like pulling them up and the Madewell ones because I think of the stretch there's a little bit more flexibility and so what I'll do is size down and for the first time or two that I wear them I'm like oh my jeans are tight but then they fit yeah that's nice I do do the curvy yeah I do that these are 10 inch I would happily go to 11 or 12 if they were making yeah. them um and <laughs> two feet <laughs> right on the end team just 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 give it yeah, like right. maternity jeans just give yes. me maternity jeans right um and i yeah they're just incredibly comfortable mm. um the other thing about jeans is that sometimes the material is too hard yeah. and you you know, wear them a couple, a few times and you feel like you're breaking them in and then you wash them and then they're hard again. And these do not do that. They are soft all yes. the time. They feel more like a pant that cosplays as a jean. Yes. I never had, and I had this conversation with Shannon Keating. Um, we talked about how we've both never had 100% like denim jeans. Like I need to have a little bit of elasticity in my pants. Yes. Well, if I, I mean, I have felt for some time now that if um, I could wear like yoga pants all the time. Yeah. Which you can. Which now you can. It's right kind of been can. this great moment in pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, in the past few years where yeah. more and more, you know, fancy pants, yeah. um, you know, pants you can wear to work um, are kind of yoga pants oh yeah like and they're very comfortable and most of my clothes are black and yep. they are you know if you have a pair of black nice yoga stretchy pants, pants and like just and some as, high boots and like a sweater you look cute yeah that's you're yeah you're I, ready to go i will say jogger i let's give it up for joggers because joggers have made it so fine for sweatpants to work because there's that tapering at the bottom is like Oh, like a tailored sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the sweatpants of the early 2000s and late 90s when I was in middle school and high school. Like, 
you I remember going to college and get having a pair of sweatpants that would like trip on my heels and so it would be like dirty and like ho- and it was so gross and I remember anyone who was wearing sweatpants that had the elastic at the bottom like those were lame and and if you found a pair that you really liked you would cut the elastic off oh my god yes no so high-rise jeans now and anything that like tapers at the bottom and leggings and joggers really has lended itself for athleisure to be okay at work I and I am so happy you know my philosophy on dressing is the closest thing you can um, wear to pajamas and get away with yeah. is is just really the, absolutely the goal that we're going for. So Madewell jeans run between like what 89 and like 135 I think. Yeah I think these were like 110 yeah. when I bought them. There's always like a sale every once in a while. Madewell yeah Madewell will do sales they do like if you register for the website you get you know, X number percent right. off him. If you buy it in the store, you can get it cheaper. Um, the one issue, um, because I've been evangelizing these jeans to all my friends, is that a friend of mine tried to go to Madewell the other mm. day to get a pair um, of these. And they said that they've been running out of anything over size 30, which is like normal people sizes of jeans. And I think that's a problem. I looked it's on the definitely site. A problem. And a lot of times they're like, well, we have a plus size line, but it's online. I'm like, well, do plus size people not to get to try on the clothes in the store? Like, w- we're not magic. Right. Like, I would like to try on the jeans. Right. I mean, I also don't like trying jeans on in stores, but I would like to know that I could. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. You shouldn't to. be discriminated <laughs> Right. Against. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I always, I'm like, they're like, oh, we carry sizes, what, up to like 36 or 38? Something like that, yeah. And I'm always like, do you have a 32, a 33? Like, oh, no, no, no. Online. And I'm like. Who does this help? You right. know, oh, so I can order it in secret so no one has to see me shopping here or whatever. But so she went in and couldn't find her size. Yeah, she went in and couldn't find her size. And then they looked for it at other stores nearby. Yeah. And no one had them. And it was like a 31 or a 32. It wasn't right. like. We're not but, like asking for you to move the world. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's a lot of. It's a, it's a very average size and if you're going to advertise that you have plus sizes yeah or then larger maybe sizes, not every like, size should be 27 on right the table. Mm-hmm. and then and also um i then looked online and a lot of them are back ordered like anything over 30 stop is telling over. people about them yeah you're, you better order before this episode goes live yeah. like, <laughs> you never know what's gonna happen i have i have two pairs of of this color which is called haze haze and then i have uh one pair of black nice ones that it's carbondale um and I might get another pair nice. of them. Because yes. if you find jeans that you love, just go for it. They right. always discontinue jeans. Um, my best advice with jeans is the second you get them and you know that you love them, before you take the tag off, take a picture of the tag that has all the name, the name, the inches, whatever the color is. You will never remember. And then you will ask them and they'll be like, yeah, no, this is what you asked for. And you're like, no, no, that's not what I'm thinking of. So take a picture if you're kind of organized or even if you're not organized, make a really quick folder on your phone, heart the picture, and now you have like a favorites. I learned this when I was – so I buy a lot of Madewell jeans and I go in and out of season with Old Navy. Like sometimes they have jeans that like really fit and then I'll go in and be like, I want those jeans again. And I'm like, I don't even – I can't even recognize these jeans. Like these are not the same jeans that I bought. And right now I'm wearing Old Navy jeans and they are the best dupe to a five-button fly Madewell jean that I've seen. They're like $25. But the problem with Old Navy jeans is they have 
about 72 different kinds of jeans. And they're all called the like skinny rock star, high waisted bitch, like skinny bitch, <laughs> high, ro- high waisted rock star, high rock star waist bitch. And you're like, oh, like I'll definitely remember that I got the high waist bitch p- pants, but you never do. And like I go to I'll go to Old Navy and be like, oh, I'm going to get a pair of my favorite pants because they're the same five colors. But all the there's like a little different. Sometimes they have sculpt. Sometimes they have like this. Sometimes it's an ankle pant. Sometimes it's like that. And I'm like, I'm not an idiot. I'll remember. I never remember. So I started taking pictures of the tags because then you can just go up to the people at the cash register and be like this. This is the pant. because then you're like, I want the high waisted you know, I want these high-waisted jeans in white. And they're like, okay, was it, like, super skinny or rock star or pretty girl or, like, <laughs> baby pants? And they're like, I don't know. And they're like, well, it's very different. Then they sh- then they bring you five pairs of jeans that look exactly alike but will not fit you the same way. And I lose my mind. That is insane. So those are the obstacles you have to climb over to get, fifth, like, $25 jeans right. at Old Navy. But taking a picture has been a lifesaver because I'm like, no, it's the perfect – a few summers ago, it was like the high, perfect, straight boyfriend wow. denim. And I'm like. I'm, yeah, no, the picture thing is, that's brilliant. I'm going to do that. Yeah, it saves a lot of time, especially at the kind of fast fashion places like an Old Navy or a Gap where they're essentially reproducing kind of the same thing every year with like a little bit of an update. But then you don't and you don't know what the thing from 2015 that's coming into, you know, you, they, you don't know what they're continuing, what they're not doing anymore. Um and if you have the name, there's something they can look up for you. And I sp- I've spent too many hours at Old Navy <laughs> trying on, like, all these traveling, like, sort of the traveling pants that, like, don't fit me, but that all have the same name as the pants that I thought that I liked. Why can't they just keep things the way we want them? I know. That, but, this is, but this is the sign of getting older. When I'm like, no more trends. Like, ev- like just sell the same sweater every day. I mean... Yeah. Right. Bend to our will. Right. Exactly. Fashion. Because fashion's not for us anymore. No, it's not. It's definitely not for me. Well, you're Gen X, right? I'm Gen X. I'm a millennial. I am 49 years old. And No, you're not. Yes, I am. Are you really? I am. I don't think I would have pinned you as 49. I, I thought. I think I thought you, you were like. so sweet. I'm just Thank kissing you. your ass right now. No, I think I thought maybe you were like. F- I knew you were Gen X. So I think I thought I, that you were maybe like 41, 42. I didn't really care about getting older. I loved my 30s. Yeah, they're um, fun. I was totally chill about turning 40. I'm staring down the barrel of 50, and it's not quite as cute as the other ones. <laughs> um. <laughs> but 50, I don't like saying like 50 is the new anything, but the older you get, the less old, old seems. It's, that's definitely true. I mean, thinking like, oh my God, I'm turning 50, like that's wild. Like, I don't feel like I'm 50. right like what is 50 supposed to feel like? right right exactly um there was actually this really lovely um piece by Nigella Lawson who I am obsessed with and she wrote a piece in the um the Sunday Times the UK Sunday Times mm-hmm. and uh, about turning 60 and I mean she's just gorgeous mm-hmm. um but it was it was very nice um and like kind of embracing age um and i'm i try to think about that one yeah i mean you couldn't pay me to be 16 again you couldn't even pay me to be 25 again no i feel like getting older is every year is better because every year i'm less concerned about like bs yeah i think that i think with age does come a 
bit of wisdom. Yeah. I wish um, it didn't also come with, like, aching joints. I always say that. I mean, I can't even talk to you about it because you're older than I am. And, like, I'm sure you don't want to hear, like, a 32-year-old be like, oh, my back. I will say that when I turn 30... I started spasming in, in weird places. Yeah. No, I'm I'm totally empathetic. Um, you bend down to, like, get something, and, and you're, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> that's, my neck. That's not good. <laughs> right. I was telling, I, I mentor this uh, 16-year-old girl, and she, I was telling, she was she's just been having kind of a rough couple of months, and, and I told her, like, you could not pay me a million Never. dollars to be 16. I was like, maybe five million, <laughs> but not a million dollars. Would you not get any... You, wouldn't you, would you go back as 16, but you'd know better because you were in the mind? Would it be like a Freaky Friday where you're like I, the mind of... I think I could do that for a little while. Okay, but you wouldn't go back to like, I'm 16 and I have the mind of a 16-year-old. No. No, me neither. No, no, no. Not in a million no. years. I make all the stupid mistakes again? No. I mean, if I was 16 or seven, you know, or 20 again, I would definitely um, take better care of my body and my skin. What does that mean to you? I would not. Um, I would use sunscreen. I would not fry my body. Sunscreen on uh, the Jersey Shore. Yeah, um, but that's of your generation that too. Is but if I went back, I would right exactly. No better. Yeah. I could be like this. You wouldn't have genius. the baby oil on with the with the like car like reflector. I never <laughs> used the car reflector, but I think baby oil. I had a friend who used butter. Banana. Oh my god. Butter? She would sit on. She would lay out on her roof with like butter on her stomach. Did it smell like butter? Cooking? It smelled like yeah. She, she was like baking cookies on her roof. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's gross. <laughs> Wouldn't like a. I would be so afraid like a seagull would come and like nip me. It was kind of. Nuts. Did you get tan? Oh, she got so tan. She was so tan. Now, why is it bad that I kind of want to try it? I just want to put a little bit on my Don't. hand and just see if it works. It, it will burn you. I know. It will and work. And I'm also like, I have Irish skin, so I, it will work. It'll 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 burn you. It will be like, it's like basting a turkey. There's actually a Seinfeld episode, I think, where of Kramer, there is. Where Kramer butters himself up and sits on um, outside and, and gets really, really burnt. And Holy shit. Yeah. He cooks himself. I've never heard of that before. I know about Sun In and, you know, Banana Boat and, like, the tanning oil and yeah. Australian gold, which I was really into. Um, a tanning lotion. I used to go tanning because I was of the generation that, like, you know, in 2007, I, like, paid for the $200 a month tanning wow. thing. Like, it, my mom, like, she couldn't have grounded me because I think I was 20 and it was too late. But I think if she could have, she would have. Like, she was so mad at me. But I used to put on, like, that, you know, hemp lotion and you would just, like fry and also i never got tan because my skin doesn't get tan you're right though the sunscreen thing is huge yeah Um, and also like i think um now there's like all these like better products that you can use like i use you know i was using like neutrogena or you know like not like neutrogena is bad but i think mm -hmm. i was just using like harsh stuff on my face and then like sea breeze do you know what sea breeze is no oh my gosh sea breeze is like this astringent that you would use on your face, like a toner, that I have pores so large you can, like, they're like the Holland Tunnel. <laughs> and and it is from the sea breeze, I'm pretty sure. Wait, what did it do? It just, it was an astringent. It, like, dry, it, like, I You're had, saying the word astringent, and now I'm, like, having flashbacks to being 11 or 12, and, like... It, it like, stung your skin. Yes, it was, like, a burning feeling. And, and you were like, oh, this is working, I won't break out. 
Right. I'm but actually, sterilizing my skin. I'm sterilizing my skin. But it actually did not. It actually probably made you break out more because you were like dehydrating your skin and then like not moisturizing because you didn't want to. Oh yeah. Break no. out. So all of those things were just kind of like. That's what you did, um, oh. and then I switched at some point as I got older. Um, and I had gone to a, finally went to a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Um, dermatologists often recommend um, Cetaphil. Yeah, Cetaphil. And I, I, I use that in my shower every day. And um, and I used that for a long time. Yeah. And then it stopped. Kind of as I was getting older, um, stopped working as well as I wanted it to. So then I switched to like you said that right because I was uh, like, like we just a, had this conversation today because uh, we were talking about yeah. online. Like what did milk. you end up? Oh, you it's went like, to a milky cleanser. It's like a milky, it's like a creamier, milkier cleanser. Okay. It's a little more expensive, but. When I, so I use Cetaphil in my shower every day. I would, I'll get, if I could go back in time, I would have washed my face more. I never really washed my face. Like, it would get wet in the shower. I was like, it's self-cleaning and like, I'm just, you know, the water washes it. I never really took off my makeup. Like, it was bad. I just kind of would just. You know, and you can get away with that stuff when you're young because your your face sort of corrects itself over time. Right. And now I'm obsessed with like, even if, no matter how tired I am, I will do my whole routine, yes. and um, it's my my dermatologist routine. But like, my dermatologist is so pro sunscreen. Doctors are always like, of course, wear sunscreen. Like she wears sunscreen in the dead of winter. She wears sunscreen when she goes out to dinner. Like it doesn't matter if the sun is shining or not. She puts it as part of her routine. But now there's so, like you were saying, like there's so much makeup that has SPF in it. Right. There's so many, um, like I use Kula sunscreen, which is like fancy. Like, it's not like you're putting on like, uh, I don't know, sport, like spray and you smell like sunscreen all day. You can incorporate it into your skincare and makeup routine. Yeah. I have a, I have a, uh, like a tinted moisturizer that I wear every day that has like an SPF 35 Mm. in it. And then if I'm not wearing that, I'm wearing um, the Elta. Yeah, you brought it with you. What? Tell me. Well, you know what? Let's take a quick break first. Then we're just going to come right back before we get into when we, when we trans- transfer over from our gene talk <laughs> to our screen talk. Our talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Okay. And we're back. All right. Tell me about this on the table. And then you got to tell me about this. And I was just about to say, if I went, were going to go back in time to my 20-year-old self, I would be like... Park, like I have seen the future, like the genes are higher and we're all happier. We would make so much money. We could <laughs> yeah. tell, we could tell non comedogenic sunscreen and yeah. high waisted pants to like the people. And we would be like the, it would be so much better than, um, than being like the, you know, some people say like if they could go back in time and they would be like, they would invent Facebook or whatever, but I would not. <laughs> I would definitely not. not inv- I would invent MySpace because no <laughs> one cares about where MySpace Tom is right now. He's probably a few million dollars. Like, I don't want to be Mark Zuckerberg. No. I want to be MySpace Tom. No, I want to, I want to just, you know, distribute, um, <laughs> distribute beneficial products like high-waisted jeans and sunscreen. I've never, before we talk about the sunscreen, I've never um, inserted audio into one of these episodes before, but I'm going to try to do it right now because all I can think about is that Boz Lerman, um member from 1999, the, like, wear sunscreen. Oh, like, yeah, if yeah, I yeah. could tell you, yeah. like, one thing. And, like, I remember um, being a kid and my dad... And I and my brother would go on these ski trips, and it was always on the radio. And like, I learned all the words. So I'd be like in the back of the car, being like, "If I could impart one piece of wisdom on your life," and I was like ten. Um, 
But I want to put it here because turns out it's true. If we could give ourselves <laughs> one piece of advice, it would be wear sunscreen. Yes. So let's listen in on uh, that amazing, uh, amazing call to action. If I could offer you only one tip for the future, sunscreen would be it. The long-term benefits of sunscreen have been proved by scientists, whereas the rest of my advice has no basis more reliable than my own meandering experience. I will dispense this advice now. Enjoy the power and beauty of your youth. Oh, never mind. You will not understand the power and beauty of your youth until they fade it. But trust me, in 20 years, you look back at photos of yourself. Okay, so now that we've heard this, tell me about the sunscreen. Okay, so a few years ago, I went to my dermatologist, and I was complaining that um, that every sunscreen I try, like, eventually makes me break out. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you think that was? I just have very sensitive skin. I have uh, rosacea. I'm half like Irish and Scottish, yep. and and so it's just like prone. The sun to, is not kind to our people. No, right it's now. really not. And and so, um, so she recommended this Elta um, MD uh, broad spectrum SPF 46, which is always 46 is such a weird 46. number. 46. 46. What's the science there? Um, I have no idea, but it works. Okay. It, nothing has ever worked for me. Except for this. So it's cute. It has a little, like, pump. Yes. And it's, like, small enough that you could take it with you. you t- I take it with me every like everywhere. So it's Elta MD, in the UV Clear, Broad Spectrum, SPF 46 specific. So it says it calms and protects acne-prone skin. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. It's very good. They, like, they advertise that it's good for people with acne-prone skin, wow. people with rosacea. Um, and... And I am here to tell says, you, it really does it. Really it. Does it. What did you try before you, you stepped into the zone? I think I was using, I tried a bunch of different um, Neutrogena products because they claim to not clog up your pores. Mm-hmm. Except um, def- they definitely do, I except think. Except that they definitely do. Um, and I will use that on my body. Okay. Um, like the high... You know, like the, you know, 60 yeah, or like whatever. Yeah, slather it on. No, the face is the important part. But my face and my neck, I just, oh, I neck. need, I need this. Yeah, you know, when you, once you turn like, I don't know, 35, 40, do you worry about your neck now? Um, In the last four weeks. Really? My neck looks different than it did two months ago. Like my neck on Thanksgiving is not my neck in January. And I keep... Every day I keep thinking about it. Every day I'm like, I get what Nora Ephron meant when she said I feel bad about my neck. And the craziest part about aging and you kind of – I wish my grandparents were still alive so I could talk to them about it where I'd be like, did you ever just like look in the mirror and like you're like, oh my God, I'm old now? Like I do not like watching it happen. So as excited as I am about the one gray hair, the like weird lines on my neck right. that I'm like, excuse you. Like, <laughs> and it also makes you feel like you're getting sick because you're like, this was not here on Thanksgiving. Mm. I'm just aging in real time. Yeah. No, but yes, weird. I'm – Worried about my neck. I think I didn't quite think about my neck until you had to until like thirty five or four, maybe I'm even forty. You. Okay, you're just so. <laughs> I'm just rounding up, and now my you're, neck's you're, like you're, we're rounding you're, up. You're, it. <laughs> like you want to um, say you're older? Here we go. Here we go. Have fun. <laughs> I think I was like probably like in my late thirties or forties before I started really understanding the Nora Ephron feeling yep. bad about your neck thing, and yep. then I started 
um, uh, just Put it, like, putting putting any cream you can find on, on it. I know. Um, Elta also makes a cream that um, it comes. It's in a like a blue mm. thing mm. Um, that is like a barrier repair. That sure, that's what they call it. I think, and it. I use that on my neck, um, and and I don't know. It's it's fine. I don't spend any time focusing on anyone else's face, neck, body, skin, nothing, because I'm looking at me. Right. And same. that's how everyone is. Yes. So I'm kind of struggling with this idea of like, am I am I not enjoying this part of aging because it's surprising when I see pictures of myself. And you're very anti pictures of you. You don't like pictures of yourself. I and I don't pictures mind pictures of me. of me. But now that I have this neck thing, I'm like very self conscious. I've about it. always hated pictures of myself. Even when I was a little kid, I used to get very upset on school picture day. Yeah. I I did not. I don't like pictures of myself. Why do you think that is? I don't like, know. Like, we're in therapy now. Tell me how I know, right? Well. <laughs> Where did it all start? I just don't. I just never really quite felt comfortable. Felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. And I still don't. I've tried to be better about it, but I'm. What about a wedding photographer when you got married? We did have a wedding photographer. Um, She was, like, kind of a documentary photographer. I was just, that's what we did, too. So, um. I didn't really. We had to do a bunch of. We had to do a handful of posing things for the fa- like for the parents. Yeah. Yes. That's but, exactly what we did. Um, but for the most part, I didn't even realize that my picture was being taken. That's good. And it was great. It was fine. We did a few. Um, just the way that I look at you know because I was trying to be um, to think ahead and say, well, I look back at pictures of myself, you know, 15 years ago, and I remember feeling really uncomfortable in my skin or whatever, and I think like, oh, you were so cute, you were so pretty. So I really tried to push past that phobia and just be like when I am old and like one of us is dead it will probably be nice or like I always said to Dan I'm like when we got engagement pictures done he was really anti and I wasn't like super but I was like all we have are selfies and pictures on our phones and when we die and our kids have to make us like the funeral the funeral home posters they need these nice pictures and he was like you know what that's actually Pretty good point. Okay. So our writing photographer did maybe like 15 minutes of posed photo- photos because we were like, we're, you have to know kind of who you are. And like, there are some people who just can take hours of photos together and like every picture looks better than the last. It, it God just, bless them. God bless them. And like, you know what? I'm jealous. I hope I come back as you and I want to come back as a model in my next life. I'm. That's not me. And none of that is going to change about yourself on your wedding day. So we were like, just get a few pictures, like zoom out, like nothing too close. Go high. Yeah, like go really right, right. Like chin down. Um, (laughs) And I got back my wedding pictures and I loved like maybe six of them. And as time goes on, and I have been married a year now, um, I find myself like being more open to loving some of the ones that initially I was like, ah, like I hate it. Um, But I talked to my friend and... She has some beautiful wedding photos, and she said something to me that was super true. Maybe this will resonate with some of you if you're, like, nervous about wedding photos or you hate your wedding photos, which was, like, the only wedding photos anyone ever sees are those ones that you like. Like, every single person who has gotten professional wedding photos done has gotten 300 pictures back and has been, like, 195 of these are, like, the worst I've ever looked in my life. And then there's, like, two moments where you're, like, huh. Like, this is how I remember, this is how I thought I looked on that day. So I'm only looking at this picture for the rest of my life. Right. Um, And I don't mind having my picture taken, but I feel like I'm entering a new phase of life where, you know, every 10 years you start to look a little different. 
and you can kind of like when Facebook reminds me of like, hey, 10 years ago, I'm like, I don't even recognize that person. Like all of a sudden, like the seasons turn, <laughs> like we orbit around the sun once more and I'm a different person. But I feel like I um, have a hard time looking at pictures like in the immediate aftermath of them because I'm so critical of all of the different ways that I'm aging. That's that is that is definitely a thing. I also I mean, wait, I'm I'm been married almost 20 years wow. now and wait so till, crazy because you're wait you're till only you... 34 <laughs> <laughs> i know it was a child bride you're a child bride right um uh, when you go when you look at the pictures 20 years later yeah or you know 15 years later or five years later yeah you're like oh look how cute i look am look how cute i am and yeah. and that's you know so it makes it worth the the taking the exactly pictures. i mean you don't have to, and you didn't even have to, you weren't living in a world where it was like, can you put your wedding photo album up on Facebook? Yeah, no, we didn't have any <laughs> no. of that. So that was great. I didn't have, like, we didn't have a hashtag. We didn't no. have, like, we did have our dog at the wedding. Perfect. We felt like we were very ahead of the curve on that. Um, <laughs> dog friendly. Dog friendly wedding. We had an open bar during the ceremony. Very. Oh, ahead. my God. Very cool. Gen X. And... Yeah, we didn't. Oh, oh, you know what? The other thing I did with the photography is um, mm. it was mostly black and white. Yeah. And that was black also. Black and white, a little underexposed. Yeah, a little. Everybody. <laughs> shadows. You know, it's way more flattering. <laughs> I said to my wedding photographer, so I'll never forget when my grandfather died, my grandmother could not look at the wedding album for a long time. It was it made her too sad. And we took out the wedding album. Well, then also then she wanted to look at it and then we realized we couldn't find it. So then it took us like another year to actually like locate the wedding album because my grandma was a. um you know, a depression kid. And so things were not thrown away. Um, Famously, my brother came over to help her clean out her pantry one time and tossed a unopened box of Triscuits that had expired five years earlier. And she called him to yell at him later for throwing them away. Oh, man. And he was like, Grandma. Because she's one of those people that went to ShopRite. And if it was like a 10 for 10 sale on like jars of sauce, she'd buy 10. Because like, how could you not? It's a really good deal. She's one woman... She's not going to eat ten jars of sauce. We're not. I mean, that's actually, that's actually like a gratuitous thing to say because jars of sauce will keep for a long time. But it was like, you know, forty pounds of potatoes for like six bucks. She's like, well, I gotta, you know, like you can't not. Um, But when we finally found the wedding album, she opened it up and started laughing because literally every photo in the album is her. And there's, like, nothing of anyone else. It's, like, her, and then, like, my grandpa's kind of, like, kind of there. And it's her walking down the aisle, and it's her walking back. She's, like, I know what I look like. She's, like, I want to see my friends and my family. She's, like, I don't, there's no one. Like, it's just me. It's an album of me. And we kept being, like, well, yeah, you were the bride. And why don't we explain this to you? This is your wedding. And she was just, like, I really wish that I had, like, what I want to look at is pictures of my parents and pictures of the people I haven't seen in yeah. You know, t- t- a really long time. And, and I and I carried that with me. You know, she they she passed away long before I got married. But like I carried that with me into my wedding. And we told our photographer, like, you know, a couple of pictures of us in the beginning and obviously get the ceremony and like some nice moments. But what we really want is to see our families and our friends. And part of that is because like I don't like candid photos of myself because I'm always somehow like cross-eyed and like like looking making a weird face Re- truly yeah, I don't same. understand people who look good in candid photos crazy but I want I would like take a lot of pictures of my parents take a lot of pictures of my in-laws take a lot of pictures of my siblings and our friends and now that we've moved it's even nicer to have that because that is like a it's a it represents like a real moment in our life and where we were and who we knew um and and it all be it was all because my grandma opened her wedding album and was like guffawing at like 
That's so nice. How many pictures of herself she was looking at? She looked amazing, but she was like, one would have been fine. Yeah. Like, you know what you looked like, so you want to see other people. Even if you're like weird and don't really know what you look like, you right. sort of know what you look like, right? I mean, you're like, you. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. you ever think when you're like, I don't know, if you get stoned or whatever, but whenever I'm stoned, I'm like, I can't believe these have been in my hands my whole life. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I oh my God, that's like a classic stoner like, thing, isn't it? Sometimes I'll say that when I'm not stoned. I'm like, can, I'm like, Dan, can you believe we sit in cars and like they're just like pods of metal that move? And he's like, what did you take? And I'm like, <laughs> thinking about, do you think you'll regret not taking as many pictures of yourself as you could have? No. You're happy with think, your decision? I think that's fine. I think... um yeah, you just got to do what you're comfortable with. Like, you know, right. if I don't think, yeah, I'm fine with it. I take a lot of pictures of my dog. Yeah, and, you do. you know. He's a very cutie. He, he's very handsome. He's not super smart, but he's very they handsome. I mean, no, that's not true. A lot of smart there dogs are. There are smart dogs. But no, it's okay. The dumber Quincy's, ones are better. Quincy's, Quincy is, Quincy's a little. He's good at other bit, things. Yes, he's excellent at snuggling. He is an A-plus eater. Yeah. Um, But he is. Me too. He is, <laughs> I'm both good at both am, those things as well. I'm very good at those things. I could talk to you for so long, and I'm afraid that, like, that will actually happen. The last thing I want to. <laughs> I'm not afraid of that at all, but I know that we all have places to go and places to be. But the last thing I want to talk about is that you gave me a gift right before we started. And as we've been recording, I've used it three times. Tell me a little bit about what you brought me. So I can't believe you brought me a gift. I, does everyone not bring you gifts? I'm the, you let should, me we, just tell her on the way to my heart is some gifts. Exactly. Favorite so, guest is Tazi. All other guests woo, are bad. Winner. I'm so competitive. <laughs> I have to win it. I'm the same. I understand. Um, I'm, I'm still putting this on. This is amazing. So this is um, this is called Biokiss. Mm-hmm. Um, it's by. Biologique Research, which um, you fancy. may know as the P50 yeah, people. Yeah, Zara Rahim talked about that. Um, which I also am a big fan of. This is an expensive brand. This is not cheap. Yeah. But about a year ago, I had the worst outbreak of chapped lips in my entire life that was basically eating my face. Ugh. Like it was like it, like baby chapped lips. Yeah, so it's they like were red like around nose. my nose Ugh, and like worst. on my chin and it was making me miserable and nothing was working. And I would you you know, I would go into like Dwayne Reed and buy, you know, over the counter I would buy like anything that would promise me soothing I would buy. Yep. And I was using like Vaseline even like nothing like was Aquaphor, working. Aquaphor, all that shit. Yeah. Um and I went to get a facial and I asked the um the woman doing my facial about what I should use and she mm-hmm. recommended this. Now I will say it is a shop that pushes the P fifty and the Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I get that. But, but what is it? Everything's marketing and And I was like, Ooh, that's interesting. How much is it? And she said fifty dollars and I was like, Woo, fifty dollars for lip balm. <laughs> this better be magic. Um and it was magic. Wow. It worked so well. 
Um, How long did it take before your mouth like, came back to normal? I felt like it was like a couple days. Okay. Wow. Um, and uh, and I will say for $50 or maybe like $56 mm-hmm. now, um, it's lasted a year, this little pot. Oh, that's amazing. So even though I it use it every day. It might not last me that long because I've been using it I use it every day. I use it, I use it multiple times a day. Uh-huh. Um, you keep it with you wherever you go? I, it, I carry it all the time. You said you were thinking about getting a desk I'm thinking version. I'm going to get another one just to keep at my desk. Mm-hmm. Like I have glasses that I Hoard keep at my products, desk. Because yeah. I am a, I'm a believer in hoarding. So um, this works better. So the thing about buying a $50 lip balm is like this is the perfect price point for this kind of thing because – it's not like a big vat of gasoline is uh, gasoline. Yeah, pour gasoline on your mouth <laughs> and let me know how it works. A big thing of Vaseline isn't cheap. It's like, you know, $12 or $13. And if you're going and trying all this stuff, you could have easily probably spent 45 bucks on stuff, $50. Oh, I definitely spent $50 and or more on stuff that didn't work. Right. I mean, that's the thing about buying the, the – if you find the quality thing that works – the money pays for it, it – you know, it pays for itself over time. It's, yeah, especially if you're using it every day and it's still – pretty much kicking i have incredibly dehydrated um i have incredibly chapped lips because i'm incredibly dehydrated as we all know and my lips are a dead giveaway of that like no matter how dewy my skin is my lips are like peeled and even in the summer they look like i've just come from the arctic circle the summer my lips get really chapped in the summer too from the from the sun and we forget about putting sunscreen on your lips yes it's the same way your eyelids like the eyelids and also i do the top of my ears yes and I always do. I always. I never wash my hair before I go to the beach or the pool because I put. Um, I put like a product in my hair because I have bleach blonde hair uh, to make it not green. But I also take a sunscreen stick from Trader Joe's. It's a tiny to go sunscreen. I will send you one. There, it, it's not as expensive as your gift to me, <laughs> but I will send you one because it's amazing. Just stick it in your purse. It, it looks like a deodorant for like a uh, a child. Uh, it's very small, and I literally just go over my scalp, oh, my part, good. because if you've ever had a sunburn on the top of your ears or on your scalp, uh, you know the pain. The it's pain, bad. and then it gets gross because then it all starts to flake it and peel, disgusting. and it's nasty. And it's always something you forget because, like, who you know, who ha- yes. does this have like SPF in it? That does not have an okay. SPF in it. So I I, what I do this. is I use my sunscreen on my lips. You do? Then, yeah. They're also Elta. I'm like a shill for Elta today. No, this is the whole point. This is the whole point of the podcast. You bring the thing that you love. (laughs) Elta makes a a uh, a lip. Where do they even sell Elta? Um, at my dermatologist's office. Oh, okay. So this is like a real clinical. But also, they sell it on Amazon. Okay. Elta has an Amazon shop, so you can buy it on Amazon. I think they probably also have uh, an online store, maybe or like like Derm Store probably sells it. But I I've bought it on Amazon. This has been one of my favorite episodes to date. I feel like we went from jeans to sunscreen to wedding photos. <laughs> jeans and, and jeans. Jeans and <laughs> jeans. That's why they pay the big bucks, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we're obviously going to link to every single thing that we talked about. and Except even, my wedding photos. I was going to say, gonna... <laughs> I'll even post one of my wedding photos. Tazi won't post I, No, I will give you a wedding photo. Really? Yeah, I will. You know, my wedding photos are on paper. <laughs> Never heard of it. <laughs> There's a thing called film yeah. <laughs> because I I got married in the olden days before the internet. Um, we have boxes. We have actual boxes of photos. My parents never made an album. Did you make an album? We Craig, Craig actually made an album at one point. Go Craig. He is just the best. We love Craig. He is 
I don't deserve him at all. <laughs> but he made an album. So we do have an album. and But mostly we have like file, like index card file uh-huh. boxes full of photos. I like that. I like that. And, My parents never made an album. And, I and, and it has like all the random photos. It has tons of photos of our friends. Totally. And our family. That's nice. It's really nice. We made a wedding book for, we did use Mixbook. Um for wedding books for us and then we got our parents or my in-laws copy and my parents a copy and everyone our both of our sets of parents were like so impressed that we did it and I was like you guys it's so much easier than when you had to do it like I just drag and drop into like an already templated like my mom so my mom's so cute like she was like I can't believe you made that and my mom they were like already laid out for me like they do everything you just find the picture and you throw it in it's like amazing jpeg 24 2 um but yeah I mean those are the I actually need to back my wedding photos up because I'm afraid one day my computer will die and they'll be like, I don't know, all gone. But that's the problem with digital is that, like, got to put them on, like, different drives. Right. Um, but, yeah, give me a picture of one, some, something from your wedding and I'll post something from okay. mine, too. And, yeah, Tazi, this was amazing. Um, this was so much fun. It's really fun to talk about the stuff that we like to I buy. I love it. Uh, let everyone know where they can follow you online. Um, uh, my Twitter handle is Lisa Tazi. Mm-hmm. And your Instagram, because there's Quincy Pitts um, there. Is also Lisa Tazi. Like, just, I love when everyone has a, a brand across the board. It, I don't, and I'm awful at it, so um, it's great. It, This is also the advantage of being a little old, is that you like, get it on the ground floor. My name. <laughs> <laughs> you get it on the ground floor totally. with that name. Yeah. And, um... I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming. Remember, everyone, take a picture of the tag on your jeans. uh, Save it to a favorites folder. Wear sunscreen. Boz Lerman said it in 1999. Please, Tazi sang it in 2020. The advice stays. We will see you next week for another episode of Keeping Just Honest.